back to No Filter. Yes, this is Patty. I'm Rowan. And this is episode six. Holy shit. Wow, we're really moving. In. It's six, right? Yeah, that means it's been <laughs> six weeks, which means time is fucking flying, which moving is crazy. Okay, now. <laughs> I've had a couple mimosas. <laughs> moving and grooving. Patty with your fucking little drops. Tidbits. Moving and grooving. Turn up the tunes. This chick is an old soul for sure. <laughs> Anyways, um, anyway, anyway, keep down though. Yeah. <laughs> so we're back in Brooklyn. We're here. We're chilling. Um, we're gonna go see a show tonight. Oh my god, yeah. Which is really exciting. Not just any show. We're actually. Oh my gosh, it's almost like research. Yeah. Well, I'd say it's one of my inspirations for even starting a podcast. And so we're gonna go see if anybody's heard of the read. Um, it's Kid Fury and Crystal, this guy from Miami. Absolutely um, hilarious. <laughs> so I cannot wait to see them yeah. live tonight. He started out doing uh, YouTube videos um, under, I think the channel's called Kid Fury or something. But they just discuss like pop culture and pretty much make fun of everybody and everything. And they're so right every single time. <laughs> so right. <laughs> like, it's just ridiculous. And he's like the definition of no filter. Like, no really, after. Fucks yeah. Given. You know, I gotta actually start following his lead. Yeah. I w- sometimes I <laughs> what? sometimes I really really wish I was a gay black man. Yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Like they just get away with everything. Definitely. I fucking love them. They're great. Anyways, I think I was though because when remember when we went to that psychic. Um, she told me I, in a past life I was a promiscuous man, and I'm pretty sure I might um, I had to have been, like at least bisexual, Definitely. if not gay. <laughs> All right, so you were a gay man in a past life. Yeah, perfect, great, like it. Okay, <laughs> so. <laughs> um. All right, so I guess we can just do we'll do a weekly recap because it was um, oh, fuck if I felt like it was like a action packed week for me. Yeah. Well, I had a super boring week, so I'll, you could just go. Yeah, but you went to Nashville, so... Oh, yeah, left not off. Nashville, Asheville. Oh, Asheville. Asheville, North Carolina. Got it. God, God. damn it. <laughs> Thank God I was looking. Errol trying to synchronize audio in MIDI? What does that mean? An external... What just happened? Yeah, you went to Asheville. Okay, anyway, um... My fucking week. So, I guess a little backstory for people who don't know. Um, I, two years ago, I started working with Kanye. I was his fit model for... Kanye um, who? Um, Kardashian. <laughs> and, and, um, <laughs> so I was his fit model for season one of his Yeezy line with Adidas. Um, it was actually a really dope experience. It was really amazing to see a line, like, um, being made, you know, from the beginning stages and, like, seeing all the samples and all of his, um, inspiration for the line and all of that. Um, and I, I met a lot of really dope people, a lot of amazing creatives, um, passionate people, and I got to travel out of it, which was my favorite part. So we had a few fittings in Europe. Um, 
I was able to go to Germany for the first time um, and do a fitting in Nuremberg where the Adidas headquarters are located. Um, Yo, shout out to Germany and Nuremberg. Their party life is fucking sick. Like, we were able to go out one night and they can party. Um, And then I also went to Florence and Milan and that was like a dream come true to be able to go to Florence. Um, So a lot of great, a lot of great, awesome things came from it. Um, I was in the lookbook, the season one lookbook with Amina um, Blue on Instagram. She's dope. She's now like the face of Yeezy. Amina or Amina? It's Amina. Amina. Yeah, I know. I used to think it was Amina, but it's Amina. Um, Yo, her look is so, so amazing. It's like she was like made. Well, it was like Yeezy was made for her, not she was made for Yeezy. That would be like bring her down um but um (laughs) but yeah so that you know that was all great um and then in the last you know couple years I've still like maintained relationships with them and and gone on like different castings for them or whatever um so last week was fashion week in New York and they were doing the the easy season three show in Madison Square Garden um and my boy who booked me for for season one hit me up it was like go to the casting so casting was supposed to end at like six o'clock or whatever I show up at five because you guys know I have horrible time management skills and um but he to my defense he told me last minute but um so I show up whatever at five and they're like the casting is closed so I'm like okay whatever like no big deal it is what it is The following week, I was supposed to meet with my boy who booked me for for something else, and um, he hits me again last minute because that's how everything works in this industry. Um, You just got to be fucking prepared for anything at any time. And he was like, do you want to uh, go, like, do, like, bottle service or whatever uh, for for Kanye? He was doing a private album listening party um, at the studio, and I was like, all right, cool, yeah, I'm already off tonight, like, let's do it. So... We go, we get dressed in, like, Yeezy type of clothes and um, go to the the album release. Let me just paint the picture for you guys. <laughs> I was wearing a black sheer mesh bodysuit um, with high-waisted black pants, uh, a, like, really cool, like, army green cap and some Yeezy shoes. Looking like a joint. <laughs> <laughs> Without... A bra, so... Hey, now. You know, the the boobies were out. Free the nipple. Free the nipple! But I don't care, because I have great boobs. So, (laughs) (laughs) so yeah, so that was fun. We ended up just, like, mingling with the people there and, like, you know, dancing, and it was a great time, whatever. They asked me to then come be a part of this zine launch party the following night. uh, Zine or zine? Zine. Like, magazine. Mm -hmm, So, it's, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. So, so you know, we I went and did that. There was a lot of other um, models, IG models, IG girls, um, really cute girls. Uh, Katya, Elise Henry. She's um, Tanaya Henry's sister, oh, the one yeah, that has yeah. the. Oh, they're both so gorgeous. They're so dude. Dope. She's shout out to them. Gorgeous in Love person, them. like she's got. A flawless face, no makeup on, nothing. Like she is so cute, They're both just stunning, phenomenal. and she's a sweetheart, mm-hmm. like such a sweetheart. Um, and then the other girl was, um, I think Yovana, her name is. She's also mm-hmm. on IG, but um, really cute, sweet girls. Um, 
Another great refreshing thing to have seen is like, you know, episode one, I was talking about misconceptions that come with Instagram girls mm-hmm. and like this kind of idea that you get about them before meeting them. And I'm guilty of this too, you know, like I look at, I, I then went back and like looked at their pages after meeting them. And if I did, if I had already been following them or I would have painted a totally pic- different picture about Definitely. these girls Everybody does had that. I not met them, you know, and everyone just got to keep in mind. Instagram is not people's real lives. You yeah. know, they're putting what you want to see, and these girls are really smart, and mm-hmm. they're making money, and they're doing their thing um, because they they know how to work their work the gram. Yeah. So that was that. So then we were asked, um, and they were flown out for, for the show. So then, you know, I was asked to be part of the show, and they had us in the, in the mesh bodysuits both nights, so I th- they were like, you know, they look dope, so let's do this for the show. Um, and we were going to do, like, the nude series. So we get there early, like, 11 a.m. or whatever. Um, we get our makeup done, um, our hair. They, like, wrapped my hair, spray, sprayed it, like, a million times, wrapped it, wrapped it, wrapped it, and then put it in a black wig cap. Um, and the show was supposed to start at 4. So now we're there all day, hair, makeup done, all of us girls just sitting together, whatever. It's 3 o'clock. And they're like all right, girls, like, we got to get you dressed. Like, what's going on? Whatever. So they move us to go, you know, to another room to start dressing us. And then they come back out and they're like, um, the bodysuits aren't here. And we're like, what? They're like, yeah, uh, they're not here. But here's some tickets if you guys want to watch the show. Oh, my God. And all of us were like, nah, bitch. Are you fucking kidding (laughs) me? Now... I've worked with them for, you know, on and off for a couple of years now. And I, I know how, how it works. And I don't know if this is across the board for the industry because I've never done this before. But I'm going to assume that in the fashion world, in this kind of industry, it's pretty much like this. Um, nothing's promised to you, you know? Like, I've learned that. I've had days where they hit me up like, you, we need you for a fitting in Paris. That same day hit me up telling me that I needed to be on a plane. You know, I get shit covered at work, whatever, pack up my bag, and then three hours before my flight, they're yeah, like... Yeah, I remember that. I was here nah, that once. Yeah, like, nah, never mind. Like, it's not, it's not happening. And it's fine, and I've always been the type that, like, I don't... I don't get excited about anything until it's done. Right. You know, like, I don't get my ex- expectations high. I try not to even tell a lot of people because I know how these things go. Right. So I only told, like, <clears throat> a couple of my close friends that I was even going to be in the show. Um, but I know how it goes. But these girls, I don't think, have ever dealt with it before, and they were furious. And they were, like, really upset because a lot of them were flown out for yeah, it. Yeah, rightfully so. Um, yeah, it's like you were flown out to be part of a show, and then you're told it's not going to happen. So I was kind of try to, trying to be, the, like, the level-headed one. Like, I was laughing a lot. Like, I just... What else are you going to do? You just got to laugh about it. And since I dealt with it before, it was just, it was comedy to me. It was like, oh, here we go again. You know, like, this is what it is. As long as I get my paycheck, I really don't give a fuck, you know? Uh, So that happened. So then some of the girls, like, got tight, took out their hair. We're like, we're out. Like, I'm not doing this. And a couple, you know, a few others stuck around. We're just being patient because it seems like they were trying to figure something out. Right. So they ran out. They got, like... 
random bodysuits. I don't even know if I'm supposed to be sharing. I can share all this. Like, I signed my life away on an NDA, but, like, whatever. <laughs> here it goes. Like, I don't know if I'm going to get sued. But so they run out. They get us, like, um, other bodysuits. And then they put us in, like, different Yeezy um, coats, like, vintage coats and, and Yeezy shoes. But it was, like, all the coats that didn't make it into the show. So we were pretty much, like, the rejects. Like, the really <laughs> fucking cute, dope rejects of the entire show. Oh, my God. So then they're, like, okay, and then, like, just ran us out. So we weren't, like, none of us were on the main stage. We were, like, on the bottom with, like, the rest of, like, the other, like, extras or whatever. Yeah. Um, the sea of people. And, like, it was, like, the list of rules that they gave us that we had to follow. I saw. That's so been contradictory. floating around the internet. It's ridiculous. It's, I sent it to you guys. Yeah, but it's also been floating Has all it around. been? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mad it's people sent it out. hilarious. It was, like... Uh, oh wait, can I look? I'm gonna look it up. Right yeah, now. look it up. So funny. But it was an entire like a long list of things you can't do, and then followed by the things you can do, and it was all so contradictory. So contradicting of itself. And um, so yeah, basically, I just sat down. I found a spot like near the jumbotron, and I sat down because part of the rules was like, don't move, don't this nap. But if you get tired, you can sit. And like all this stuff. Yeah. So I sit down and I just watch the whole show on the Jumbotron and I got, you know. Okay, wait, I got to do it. it. I'm just gonna find like, there's a lot, so I'm just gonna pick a couple. Okay. Just read the, f- the first like four or five yeah. and then read like the middle five. No acting, no fast movements, no slow movements, no sharp movements, <laughs> natural movement, show pride, hold your position, stay in character. Wait, did I say no acting? Yeah, yeah. no acting, but then um, stay in character. <laughs> no, stand straight, no sexy posing, do not be casual, do not act cool, you are a picture. Be calm, be strong, be neutral, behave as if no one was in the room, do not break the rules. Uh, let's see, be aware of others and be precautious. They spelled precautious wrong, by the way. Um, before the end of the performance, get up, stand straight at attention. Keep your assigned position on the floor, do not ever look at the jumbotron. But, like... But, wait, you have to read the one about if you get tired. Oh, uh, if you want to move, you can shift your weight. If you are tired, sit down or lie down. They spelled lie wrong. But don't... But then, but don't move your position. But, <laughs> so, you can't move your position, but if you're tired, you can sit down. Hold positions until the end of the show. Do not take off your clothes or shoes. Loosen okay. up, no stiffness. Yeah. Don't be casual. No Just, one followed any of this. Like, looking around, I saw people walking around... Um, some girls took off their shoes, mm-hmm. and I was just like, yo, <laughs> like, what did they expect to happen? Just ridiculous. It was crazy. I will say, though, I fuck with Kanye. Um, I have a love-hate relationship with Kanye. <laughs> My face, I'm just like, I know. Oh. Here's the thing. I think <laughs> having worked with him so closely, and, like, because he was very hands-on. Like, when he was at all of the fittings, he... He pays such attention to detail. Every little thing has to be right, like from the zipper to the fabric. Mm-hmm. Like he's touching everything, the colors, the buttons, the whatever. And he he's a very... The thing with passionate people is they're very easily misunderstood. And I've always said it's not what you do, it's how you do it. And I think Kanye's delivery does not sit well with people because he's not... When it comes down to it, he doesn't give a fuck about anyone else. And, and and whether people like it or not, whatever, that's really just his character. He fucks with himself. 
heavy. He loves himself heavy. He I believes, want somebody to love me like Kanye loves Kanye. Yeah, he believes in him, <laughs> he believes in himself heavy. And really, I think my theory is is that at the end of the day, the man is human. So at the end of the day, he does have his insecurities and he does have things where when maybe he does doubt himself. But in order to stop those things from even entering his mind, he has to create this kind of... He has to project this like... I'm the best and he ha- and he does it and he and he p- shouts it out to the world because it's almost like a commitment now. Like you yeah. say it so much and you're promising this to people that you have to you have to follow through. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, what are you doing? And I get it. I totally get like Well, we've the, even the, said that like on on this show ourselves like this is a good thing cuz now like we're going to put things out there and it's like we have to follow through because now we're putting it out there and people are going to be expecting it. And it's like, we started this podcast or whatever. And, um, so last week, sorry guys, but we were really late in putting it out and we had people hitting us up. Like, where is it? Where is it? And I was like, Oh my God. Like I just didn't, me personally, like I just don't think that I realized the impact or the fact that people were like really listening to us. Yeah. It's just like, Oh my God, now we're being held accountable. Right. And to have that, I, I didn't expect it, but I like it. Yeah. And like, it just, it just motivates you more to get things done and to like, yeah. make sure you do it right yep. and on time and professionally mm-hmm. and, and make sure that you are going to give the people what they want. Exactly. Because you, that's what you said you were going to give exactly. them. Exactly. Cause even in your personal life, if somebody tells me they're going to do something for me, like bitch, now you're not like right your word is everything (laughs) your word is everything and that is what that that's Kanye you know that's the best way that I can I can explain Kanye and I can the other thing that I've always said like after meeting him and watching him I'm very like I, I really love to observe people around me especially people in different positions like that and um from the beginning I've said he's like a he's like a kid yeah he 100% has not lost touch with his inner child yeah at all which is a great thing Mm -hmm. and it's something that people really need to hold on to because everything that he wants to do he does and Mm -hmm. he manifests and he doesn't lose touch with the you know he's he is a creative genius he really is um i just and in the same sense that he is like a child he does throw for lack of a better word tantrums tantrums. he doesn't yeah he doesn't know how to articulate his his emotions and his feelings in a way that other people and maybe it's not that he doesn't know how he just maybe just doesn't want to like do it in a way that other people are he he okay i i feel it because i'm really sometimes i'm really bad at like verbally um, communicating mm-hmm. like what I'm thinking mm-hmm. like it makes sense in my head but mm-hmm. for me to try to explain it to you yeah it's like I have to speak in your language mm-hmm. you know like we all speak English but we all speak a different language and different words yeah. mean different things to us or whatever it is because it's your interpretation and your perception so yeah. your perception is everything and Kanye lives in Kanye's world and so I think when he he doesn't have a filter when he feels something, he expresses it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't think about what he's saying, and he doesn't give time for it to. Pro- he doesn't give time to process it right. before he says it. And I think he 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 does the processing after it's already out, which is shit that I do all yeah, the time. Yeah, everybody does like, it. It's just like, oh shit, can I take that back real quick? Like, yeah, damn. and that's gonna and happen a lot that. with this this podcast. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, I listen back and I'm like, shit, did I? 
I say that, but fuck it. Like, that's how I felt at the time, you know? Um, But not just that, but for, like, Kanye and stuff, it's, like, on top of all of that, being a child, throwing tantrums, all that stuff, and the Reed talked about this also on their most recent episode, but he's, like, in emotional turmoil. Yeah. Because, and they're in, and it made sense when they were talking about it, but it's, like, He's never really dealt with the death of his mother. He's yeah. never taken a break after that. And yeah. that is a traumatizing thing, especially when you're already like a child. Right. So for a child to lose their mother is an extremely traumatic experience. And for you not to ever deal with that is huge. Not to ever deal and with... And they have... And people around him who've known him for a long time have said and have expressed, like, to me that he is not the same person no. he was well, before his mother Ryan passed Fest, away. who's worked with, for, with him for years and helped him write a lot of his music, came out publicly and stopped working with him a couple months ago and said that he needs professional help and he cannot work with him anymore because he is not right in his mind. And he sto- And that's, like, one of the biggest people he's worked with for a long time musically on his music stuff. And he just can't do it anymore because yeah. it's not the same. The music is not the same. And and Kanye's mind is just not, not there. It's just not the same. It's, like... And it's so unfortunate. It is so unfortunate. so good. And, what- and he really does have a good heart. He really sure. does. Yeah. Like, I have a soft spot for him, especially when, like, I'm around him and I'm, like... Because he does remind me of a little kid, you yeah. know? Like, he really is. I feel like he just needs, like, re- a lot of, like, tender love and care yeah. and gen- genuine people around him. That Which all people need, and all people have that inner child, and all people yeah. need the care and attention of other human beings and that kind of stuff. So but what, he what also, it's magnified on the level that he's at is just, you know, and But the thing worse. with him is he's got a lot of yes men around him. Like, right. people who just say yes. Anybody yes, yes, famous. yes. He needs uh, he needs more people around that are like, no. Nah, and I it. feel like that's what his mom was for him. I yeah. feel like his mom was the person that, like, was like, what are you fucking doing right now? Yeah. Don't You can't be doing this shit. Like, whatever. So it's unfortunate. Um, and... Yeah, I mean, sometimes the way they do business, I can't really agree with, but, like, you know, it is what it is. That's yeah. just the industry. Um, Take it all with a grain of salt. Right, but it it was great experience. I've met a lot of great people, um, and... How did you feel about the fact that you were a part of Yeezy Season 3 and it wasn't that typical fashion show, and he's actually doing something for the women that he has in his show because he doesn't use the typical looking models and he doesn't he does it all very different and it's it's I think it's um he's taking a path that I think a lot of people would like to see fashion going in oh one hundred percent so how do you how do you feel about like that aspect of it and just being part of like Yeezy season three because whether or not he's crazy people love it or they don't love it it's still a huge thing and not only did he he doesn't do fashion shows he does presentations yeah so like how do you feel about that aspect of it aside from Kanye being Kanye I think it's amazing. I think it's amazing. I mean, when I when I first went to like the casting for for the line, I was like, why am I even being sent to this? Like, I'm not I'm not like a model. Yeah, I'm not... I remember when you first like were even doing the fit modeling stuff. And yeah, yeah, I was like, I'm not. Why am I even going? Like, they're not gonna pick me. I'm not like this high fashion model, whatever. But like, he want. Kim is his muse. He yeah. really he is one. Loves he loves her. Kim. <laughs> he and that shit is not fake. Like I've seen it with my own two eyes. He's obsessed with that girl, and they're made for each other. Really, at the end of the day, they are like perfect for one another. Um, but that's his muse. He loves. He loves curvy women. He loves a body. He loves to see mm-hmm. clothes on that kind of body. And if and that is 
that's what's real, you know? Like, that's what you see when you walk around the streets or whatever. You're not seeing all these thick, skinny women. Like, mm-hmm. he's making clothes for all body types, all shapes, all mm-hmm. sizes, all backgrounds. Um, and it's beautiful. And a lot of people misunderstand his line, too. Like, I've, hear, I've heard people, like, oh, it looks like homeless clothing. It looks like well, whatever. I, I feel that way. It, it does, but that's the point. Like, he, what he wants, when you look at Kanye... Kanye's not flashy. Yeah, Kanye no, will not. wear the same shirt. And I've always liked that about him. Three days in a row, I've seen it. He'll wear the same pants. Like, he has his items that he really loves that are really great quality, and that's what he'll wear. He's mm-hmm. not... And that's what he's done for Kim, too. Like, he's toned down her entire image. She's not as flashy. She's not... The only jewelry she wears is the rock on her finger. Oh, yeah. You know, like, it's his... What he's trying to do is make... Not have this such a, a, even with all his money and like, obviously he's, it's, it's hard to say because sometimes it sounds and seems kind of contradictory. Like he talks about these big brand names Mm -hmm. and like how, you know, he doesn't want to, you know, people are wasting their money on the brands or whatever. And when he's, but he's got a very expensive brand, but I think what he's trying to do is set a trend and it's working with the like the tonal colors, you know, wearing colors that fit, like, your skin tone, um, not having prints, not, like, just being basic. Right. And not, like, putting so much into creating all this, like, flashy, like, wear and just being more simple and minimal. hmm Okay. Um, and I think with his show, with season three, and each one has a different kind of concept, like, the way he had the stage and then the extras on the bottom... Mm-hmm. I feel that, and then, so looking at the extras, what they were wearing, then the people on the stage, like, their stuff was a little bit, um... Higher end. Higher end, yeah. But the people in the in the crowd, or at the, underneath the platforms, they, that wasn't all Yeezy clothes. It was Yeezy type clothes. Right. So, I can understand what you're saying when you say that he's just trying to start a trend and just trying to do like a different going a different way for fashion in general because he even used other people's clothes in the show yeah obviously he showcased his yeah and a lot of his stuff is like vintage like he Mm -hmm. I think he's trying to set the tone of like you know like in a sense almost like not upcycling but like he's got that very vintagey thrifty vibe like that's what it had like Mm -hmm. for the extras yeah and then I think seeing the family and what they were wearing with the like the decadent like the beads yeah. well, and that the was furs. a Balmain that was Balmain yeah Yeezy collab mm-hmm. but I think what it was trying to show is like the different levels of class in mm-hmm. a sense mm-hmm. so the ones that were standing beneath the stage they looked um like I said a little more you know it ripped it's like and, a refugee camp yeah and then the ones above the stage, like you have to think about all the symbolism that he's trying to mm-hmm. set with the with the tone. You know, where st- the ones that are standing on the bottom, like viewing the ones up top, that the ones up top on the stage, their clothes is a little bit nicer or whatever. It's still got the same vibes, but they're nicer. And then you looked to your right, and it's the Kardashian Jenner family, all white and, and all white and, and fur and jewels. beads and and whatever and. You know, you say what you want or whatever, but, like, all of that, all of it, every single thing... Was planned. Was planned and had a purpose and had a meaning and had significance to show the different stages of class. And this wasn't... This is just my theory and my opinion about it. Like, this isn't anything that was expressed and this was, like, this is what the the tone is and this is what it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. That's what I took from it and what I've taken from it from being 
around it so much and being behind the scenes of it. Because yeah. a lot of the models in it don't even understand it. I mean, even hearing what you're saying, that definitely kind of alters my perspective, but also now thinking of the album, which he previewed while the show was going on, Life of Pablo, and thinking about the songs, and it opens up with, like, ultra light beams and this beautiful, yeah. like, gospel-like song, and just the, the music and the production behind it was just beautiful, sensational. Yeah. And then the next song is about, like... Um, bitches and like eating ass and like all this stuff like even that I feel like if you really 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 think about it plays into the whole caste system and all that stuff where it's like you're you have this like godly song to start off with and all this things on a higher level and then like the next song is like something below so like just showing like all the, yeah, the mixes of levels exactly and that you can be all of them you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't have to be just one thing. You can yeah. be this high, beautiful, spiritual de- yeah, person. I've definitely always felt that And way you too. can be, like, this, like, ratchet motherfucker, too, like, mm-hmm. if you want to be, you know? Mm-hmm. And that I actually posted that shit recently on Instagram about I can be spiritual, I can be conscious, I can be philanthropic, I can be compassionate, and I can be sexual. Yeah. I can be all those things. Yeah. I don't have to be one because that is just the many sides of people, of yeah. humans. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah. Just because you like to have sex or you like to pop bottles in the club doesn't mean you can't be a spiritual person and, and yeah. believe in a God. Or a higher being, whatever yeah. it is, you know? So, I his album is fucking amazing. I have haven't heard, heard it, the-, the entire, like, as a whole. Like, I usually wait till I have a long drive, and I was going to do it today, but I was listening to the read. So, on my way back home, I will listen to Life of Apollo. I've heard songs here and yeah. there, but I haven't heard it as an album altogether. I love it. So, I'm excited to hear There's that. one song, oh God, I don't know which one, what it's called, because I haven't, like... Um, Famous? I don't, I don't even, I really don't know what the name of it is, because when he was when we were listening to at the album release, mm-hmm. not the album release, the album listening party, mm-hmm. um, you know, they were just playing the track, so I don't know what they were called, um, but there was one that they fucking played four times in a row, and each time Everybody was turned the fuck up. Like, I think it's famous. Maybe. Sure. Should we look it up and play it a little bit? Uh, I don't know. Will that take too long? Oh, I don't know. No. I'll I'll find out what it is and, and like tweet it or something. Um, but yeah, we were like we were turned up and there was like <laughs> there was like white people at the party and we I had them dancing. We were just dancing together nice. and it was I like, like it. such great vibes. Yeah. So yeah, so that was that. Um that was my crazy week. It was like three days back to back, fully easy. Um and yeah. Fashion Week, Valentine's Day. I had a great Valentine's Day spent with my sister and my cousin and Lindsay and Adam. And I'm sad I, I know you. we you were like the only one missing. I know. But you were in Asheville, North <laughs> Carolina. There is no N as in Nancy. In Sorry, y'all. <laughs> I don't know why it kept saying it's Asheville. fine. A lot of people confuse it. Yeah, I was in Asheville, North Carolina for my best friend's bachelorette party. And it was really cool. Um, I flew into Charlotte, and then I drove a couple hours um, into Asheville. We all met up there. Um, our hotel was so nice. We we stayed at, like, the same one we stayed for Lindsay's, but up there. Oh, okay. But, like, Did there, you guys break into the pool at all? No, I think we went to the hot tub, but no, we didn't do that. Um, uh, but their rooms had fireplaces. Ooh. It's, like, in the mountains, and it's, like, snowy and stuff. So it was really cute. Asheville's definitely a super cute town. They have um, great beer if you're into, like, the beer game and crafted stuff. Um, We went to a brewery called Wicked Weed. Um, They specialize in sours. 
They also had some other stuff that was really cool. I'd never done a brewery tour. Really? No, never. So and was, I don't think I have either, actually. Yeah, it was really cool to go in there and see it, and, like, see all the um, barrels and, like, how they age everything and and the whole yeast thing and all the science behind There's a lot of science behind it, and there were a lot of big words that I could never repeat to you um, <laughs> or remember what they were, but that was really cool. Um, and there was a lot of good food out there. It wasn't, it's not a super duper foodie town, but I, but it was good. I appreciated the food. You appreciated um, it? Yeah. It's patty approved. <laughs> it's patty approved. It could be better, but it was, it was nice. Um, so yeah, we did that on Friday and then we just did like a little pajama lingerie party on Friday, stayed in, played some games, had some girl time. Um, so that was really cute. And then Saturday, we did a pub cycle, which um, if nobody's ever heard of that, you should look it up. Just Google pub cycle, and I'm sure you'll find a bunch. They have them in a lot of different towns now and cities, but basically it's like a 13-person bike, and you I do ride around town, and you can bring your own alcohol on the bike. Beer, usually beer and wine, they don't usually allow alcohol, and it has to be cans or plastic bottles, not glass. But I don't know how it works in every state or city. Um, and you just ride around and you drink all day. You have your you make your own playlist. You can play your own music. And you just turn up in the streets of whatever city you're in. And just have a good time. And then you make um, stops. So it's kind of like a pub crawl on a bike. And you make stops at it's different bars. It's gotta be so reckless. Yeah. That shit has to get so reckless. Yeah. It's a, we, I did it in Austin for the first time with my cousins. And that was just a hot mess. And then we did it this time in Asheville. And it was 10 of us. And it was just so much fun. Everybody got so drunk. I wasn't sure if everybody was going to make it to dinner. But, like, most of us drunk be- drank beer or wine. And then we stopped in the bars and we took shots. So, because you only have, like, 20 minutes or so in each bar. And then, yeah, and then we went back to the hotel, got dressed, went to dinner. We had a beautiful dinner at Issa's Bistro in Asheville. And it was perfect because they had a wine cellar, like a private room in a wine cellar. And it was, like, nice and dark, but, like, romantic, not mm-hmm. real romantic or whatever, nice lighting. And so we had dinner down there. We had our own private, like, bar and, like, waitress and everything. So it was really nice and really special. Like, I really just wanted to make it special for Carl and, like, make sure that she had a good time and remembered it. So we did that, and then we went to a dueling piano show. Oh, oh my God. These are all things I wanted to do so at Lindsay's. Much. There's one here in the city. There's, I know. We gotta um, go. It's, it's called Off the Wagon. There's an Off the Wagon here in New York. No, there isn't. Yes. I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming they do dueling piano there also, but it's the same thing. They have one in Asheville and one in New Can York. Can we go? Yeah. Absolutely. We'll set it up. But that was, I'd never been to one either, and it was so much fun. You basically, you sit down at a table, you drink whatever, you know, you it's just like a bar, restaurant, and then they give you these, like, papers on the table, and you write in whatever song you want to hear. Are you serious? Whatever song you want to hear, and then you have to tip them. But it could be a mm-hmm. dollar, two dollars, whatever, but if you want them to be, if you want it to be the next song, then you make it a higher tip, like 20 bucks, 10 bucks, or mm-hmm. whatever. And then they do, like, this big mirror, and they write different toasts on it. So, like, if you you can do... And then people can outbid you to, like, erase it, and then it's their toast. So we did the first one for, like, Colleen's Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. And then somebody outbid us, and so their toast goes up, and it was like, which one in the Bachelorette group is the easiest? <laughs> and then, like, we outbid them and said something else. So, like, it just kept going and going, and, like... Who was the easiest? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe, from, I don't from know. The sound, from the sounds of 
the group and well, most you. of them were married or engaged. There was only like three of us that were like open market. So it was one of us, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, overall, it was so much fun and. The group definitely had a good time there. Um, some people had to go home after that stop. And then we went to a club and just danced a little bit. We weren't really feeling the vibes. The Asheville clubs are interesting. Mm, um, I would assume so. Yeah. And Not then, enough chocolate in the room. <laughs> and then we went to, we stumbled upon this little jazz bar club thing. So we had a drink there, listened to some, some jazz. It's so funny that you ended up doing all the jazz stuff there. And we didn't do any, any of, of it that in at New Orleans. Lindsay's. So f- if we went to New Orleans okay, for Lindsay's. Okay, about New Orleans. I got to pee. All right. <laughs> Oh, but it's no fun talking about I'll, it without it's take you. Me three seconds. Okay, hurry. I'm a fast peer. Fine. So we <laughs> went to New Orleans for Lindsay's Bachelorette, and um, yeah, ironically, like we didn't end up doing any jazz type of stuff, which we really wanted to, and we tried many nights, but. Lindsay's Bachelorette weekend was a bit of a blur and a fucking amazing time, and I think that. That is probably one of my favorite cities. Um, Guys, this is really hard because I feel like I'm just talking to myself. I mean, I know I'm talking to you guys, but I think I'm just going to wait until Patty gets back from her pee break. So I'm just going to stop the recording real quick and we will be back in a moment. Sleeping on me, huh? Had a good snooze. Wake up, nigga, wake up. We about to get this paper. Money never made me. Made me do something, nah, can't make me. Even if the money low, can't pay me. Even if the money low, can't play me. Hey, you heard about the good news? Y'all sleeping on me, huh? Had a good snooze. Wake up, nigga, wake up. We about to get this paper. All right, <laughs> and we're back after the pee break. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I I have the smallest bladder in the universe. I'm pretty sure, <laughs> possibly. Okay, so back to New Orleans. Yes. Yeah, I couldn't talk to them by myself. All right, I needed you. Understandable. <laughs> I understand. So okay, so what were you telling them? Nothing. I was just talking about how it was so much fun, and I love New Orleans. Yeah, and everyone should visit that city at least once in their life. Once you go once, you will probably go many times after that, but you should definitely go. It's just all around good vibes. Like everyone there is, is there, there to fucking have a good time and like judgment free zone. Like nobody's no worried about you. Give it. Nobody gives a fuck what you're doing. You don't got to worry about dressing up. You don't got to worry about pretentious-ass clubs. Right. You don't got to worry about about some guy at the door. Yeah. You don't got to worry about not getting in because you're not cute enough or you're not dressed You don't got to worry about stumbling wasted out the club. Because everybody's stumbling wasted You don't got to worry about taking shots out of a chick's mouth, which we did. Because everybody takes shots out of a bitch's mouth. You don't got to worry about... Well, you don't got to worry about that anywhere. What? (laughs) Smacking a stripper's ass with somebody. (laughs) Actually, some some strip some clubs are no touch. To. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, but, were we able to touch them at the strip club? I don't remember. Uh, that bitch touched me. Oh, okay. <laughs> you recorded it. 
I don't, girl. I really and like. And you kept getting in trouble because the guy oh, was like, yeah. "Girl in the green hair, put your phone away. <laughs> put it away." <laughs> so the last time I'm going to tell you so, over like the entire PA system yelling at you. Oh my god! <laughs> so our last night was like the strip club night, and we had dope idea. Patty's idea was to do wigs. That wasn't even the last night. Oh, that was just like the first night. That was the first night. No, yeah, it wasn't. Because then the next night we went to dinner, and then we went to the gay club. That was our second night. Second, well, but I mean first night out doing the official bachelor. Oh, yeah, stuff. yeah, like the crazy, st- no. Yes, it was, because then the Sunday we went to dinner. But we went out the first night and got fucked up. We did, up, and but I that wasn't like phone. enough, like, a, like, you know. All right, so let's play, let's give them the play-by-play. Okay. So we get to New Orleans, whatever, <laughs> we're all unwinding, this is a bunch of, a bunch of people, some of us hadn't met each other, or whatever. Guys and girls. Guys and girls, so the two guys was, one was Lindsay's, um, brother, Lenny, and then another one was Jay, um, one of her gay friends. Like, he's like my... Amazing. He's like the guy version of me, basically. He's so amazing. So, so, first night, you know, we planned on walking to go get dinner. Um, none of us had eaten, so we're walking. We never made it to dinner. (laughs) We were like, oh, bar? Okay, let's just go in and have a drink. Yo, that place was a trap. We ended up, like, tearing up the dance floor, the, the shot girls there are like real professionals. Like yeah, they come through they and they're like, "You want a shot? Oh, okay." They put it in their mouth and you have to like drink it out of like in the tube and drink it out of their mouth. I think I have pictures of that. I could post Definitely. on Twitter. I have a lot of um, <laughs> to give you guys a, paint the picture of that. But then they're like, "Okay." After it's all said and done, they're like, "Okay, five dollars." Like they hustle the shit out of you for these. Yeah, but it's worth it. It's just fun. So somehow, like. Which is totally fine. It was great that it ended up this way because I was nervous about big groups if, like, we all had to, like, be together the whole time. No. But, like, we would separate or whatever. Patty and I ended up, like, going to a strip club, which is a complete blur to me. Like, I don't We went remember. to a sex shop and got kicked out. We did? Yes. <laughs> what? I don't know this. I have vague memories of it. We went into a sex shop and I think we were, like, playing with all the stuff. Shut the fuck like, just being stupid. And they were like, ma'am, you cannot do that. Like, you have to <laughs> Wait, why is this yes. to I told right you now. the next morning I told you. No. I did. I told you the next morning, which is fine because we were probably still drunk and nobody remembers. Yeah, so but the next fine. morning I wake up and I'm like, where the fuck is my phone? And she looks at me and she's like... Yeah, I figured you you would be <laughs> concerned about it in the morning. So apparently, like, I left my phone somewhere, and Patty's like, "You don't? Do you have your phone?" Well, you tell them, I guess. I, I don't, don't remember. remember. <laughs> you said okay, so you said that I we left the club and oh, oh, I didn't yeah. have my phone, and I was just like not worried about it. Yeah, I was just like, "Oh, it's fine, it. like whatever." Like that's how good of a time you'll have in New Orleans that you are not worried about the fact that you just lost your phone. I and I hadn't had a night like that in a really long yeah, time. Like, none of us had, I don't think. Yeah, to just like get wasted and just not give a fuck about anything because. I don't know. It's just not that kind of vibe out here in the city. You know, like, I work out here. I know a lot of people, and yeah. I can't... I You gotta you gotta carry yourself in a certain way. I don't want to be that drunk, sloppy bitch, like, you know, that doesn't remember anything. And it's kind of... It's just dangerous, like, yeah. to, to do that in the city. But I was... I felt like I was in a really safe zone, and I had, a, a, you know, people around me that was going to take care of me and not yeah. care or whatever. 
Um, and so we just let the fuck loose. Yeah. But yeah, so phone gone the next day. I wake up. I'm like, oh my God, find my iPhone. It turns out to be at this bar that I don't even remember us being at. Like, I left it upstairs. I call my phone, and one of the guys at the bar picks it up. And um, he's like, yeah, we have your phone. Like, you can just come get it. And I was like, oh, great. So I go pick up my phone now we're on to the next day so next night was the strip club um night patty had a great idea for all of us to wear black and then do like these really like bright colored bob wigs and all of us had a different color and Lindsay the bride had a white wig on so we rolled out and the guys were boat wore um bow ties colored bow ties so we rolled out like what 15 deep Oh my god, Patty, it's not going to happen. She's trying to kill this fly that's flying around my room. Okay. Um what was it? Like 12 Fif- of us, 15 no, of it was us? 15, 13, 13. So, imagine a wave of chicks in these colored wigs just roll through 11 chicks, two guys. Yep. Roll through a strip club. <laughs> Um, it was insane. We ended up on the balconies. I was, like... Throwing beads. Throwing beads at dudes. Like, instead of, like, you know how guys will be... Like, people... You're supposed to show your boobs for beads. I'm like, show me your dick! So I'm yelling at... Let me see that (laughs) D! Give me some D for the beads. So I'm, like, yelling at all these, like, obnoxious. Like, we were so And the guys were getting offended. They were upset. yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, really? You're getting upset that I'm asking you to show me but your you dick. Want but chicks you want to show you their tits and everything uh-huh. every night all the time. Exactly. Like, exactly. So you don't really like it when the shoe's on the other foot, now, no. do you? No, but there was one guy that I... An old-ass guy. Old and we were like, all right, Rowan, it's fine. We don't need to see his penis. I was like, show me your dick. <laughs> and then he pulled his shit out, and I was just standing there in shock because I didn't expect him to it actually do it. was like a it. super old, like, geriatric, like, German dude. Yeah. Gross. And then Stephanie was like, oh, good job. And, like, giving him, like, all her bees. And I was like, damn, all right, I, I don't want to play this game anymore. Like, I don't really want to see a guy's penis. They're really not that, no, especially not white nice. ones. No, they're not I that mean, nice sorry. at all. I mean, sorry, guys. Sorry. Anyways. So, <laughs> so, yeah, it was just a crazy weekend. We, like, tried to sneak into the pool, like, literally, oh like, jumped God. into what the pool. What was the security guard's name? Oh, God, I don't even know. And this is when, like, the, why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? That's when that shit dropped. And so we all jumped into the pool, like, in our clothes. He came out, was like, you guys, it's past hours. You can't be in the pool. We all, like, in unison, not planned at all. No one talked about it beforehand. all... All broke out into a song and dance of why the <laughs> fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Mm, oh my god, stop <laughs> fucking lying! And he was just looking at us like, who the fuck are these psychos? And then we just all were like, all right, sorry, and just Bye. walked away. <laughs> And then we tried it again the following night, and he's like, guys, we just went through this last night. Like, you, <laughs> you cannot, cannot in go here. in the pool. And we're like, damn and it. We're just like, all right, sorry, sorry, sorry. It was just a whole craziness of, oh, my God. And then our last night, Jay, um, he was like, let's go to this gay club. And I was like, hell yeah, let's do it. Oh, yeah, because when we it. landed, we didn't know this was happening before we booked the trip. We had no idea. But we landed, we got downtown. Oh, right. And we realized that there was a plethora. A plethora. Of homosexual human beings. And we were like, what is going on? It was like their spirit weekend or something in New Orleans. It was was Pride, but for New Orleans, it's called Decadence. Oh, yes, yes, Decadence. 
And so we were just like, what is going on? Why are there so many gay people? It was wonderful. And finally somebody told us, and we were like, oh no, this is going to be fantastic. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, we were all kind of tired at this point, but Jay was like, come on, let's just go, let's just go. Because, you know. I would have liked some drugs. I felt like I was on a natural motherfucking high when I got into that place. I was was in my zone. Like, I don't think people really understand how great of a feeling it is to be in a club oh, surrounded yeah. by men that don't want, don't you, want you, that don't want to touch you, don't that don't want your, your number, that, well, actually... Well, we'll get to that Yeah, that's what I thought, at least. But so, don't give a fuck about your body, do not want to put your their penis in your vagina, like, just don't care, and you can just let loose and have a great time. Which is what I did. I got into that place, and when I tell you the gay world is a totally different world. It's so different. So different. Like, people were in there damn near having sex. Oh, yeah. On the dance floor, yep. like... No. Lenny saw some guy getting head from another guy. Are you serious? Yes. Like right there? Yeah, he was like, I looked over and some dude was sucking another dude's dick. (laughs) (laughs) So I I was like, you know, like I said earlier, I'm pretty sure I was a gay man in a past life. I was in my element. I had on a dress. I literally took the top of my dress off. I had my boobs out. I was dancing like tits out. I wish I wasn't so tired. No fucks given like at all. So... I get up on a platform, and if you know me, like, when I'm out, there's music playing, like, I cannot help but dance. I'm dancing all the time. I'm dancing at work. Like, I am that girl. Like, I love to dance. I don't understand people who go out and just stand there. there. I don't understand you people. Like, just stay home. So, I was just fucking on my Beyonce. Like, I had a stage, and I was just letting it all out (laughs) on the dance floor. And so, there was a gay guy, and he was up there, too. And he was dancing, and so we just started dancing together. And I'm like, you know, I miss the, like, bumping and grinding days when it doesn't have to end up with anything. Yeah. You know, those days where you could just go to the club and, like, Back dance. Up on someone. And, and then just, just be home. done with it. Yeah. <laughs> just go home and just, sleep. <laughs> and just be done with it. So I was like, oh, great. Let me just do it here now with this guy. So I'm putting it on this gay guy, like, on him. And this is, I think, the moment that I realized that... He might not be gay. Well, no, that sexuality (laughs) cannot be put into a box. And if you are turned on, you are turned on, and it doesn't matter who's who's doing the turning on. Yeah. Really, when it comes down to it. When you're vibing with someone, when someone's making... When someone's arousing you in a way, I don't think it fucking matters what body part they have and I think you know unintentionally that's what I did because um he was not trying to go home with any dudes that night <laughs> let me tell you that like, he was- did he came outside we were just chilling outside waiting like for everybody to come out and like get everybody together round everybody up go back to the hotel and he came out he's like so what are you doing after this <laughs> he's like wait are you leaving are you just leaving right now and I was like and his man yeah. was right next to him yeah like this doctor from I don't know where yeah. like this super I mean he obviously wasn't conservative he was there but in the realm that we were in, he seemed more conservative than the rest of the population that was in New Orleans that weekend. And he was just standing right there, and he was like, so are you going home? Where are you doing? What are you going? What are you going? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was nuts. He tried to finger me. Wow. While we were dancing. Oh, yes, you did. You did I was like, oh, okay. He was, like, trying to kiss on my neck. Somebody I was like, definitely tried to do that to me, too. But it, he, like, what? he wasn't even, he, no. 
Even, like, gay, not gay. Straight, that's when I was whatever. like, okay, I gotta stop dancing with this guy. Because... I just looked at the guy and I was like, no, maybe if it was somebody else, I would have been okay with it. Yeah, no, I was not but into it. I, I was just, just was not. He wasn't my type at all, at yeah. all, at all. Like, yeah. he, like, even if, like, he just wasn't my type. He was this little, like, white boy, like, slinky, Slim, like, slinky. you know, and I just thought he was, like, you know, one of the girls. Like, I was just, like, <laughs> just dancing with one of my girls until. You know, shit got a little bit deep. So at that point, I was like, all right, it's done. I'm not dancing with this one anymore. Let me move away. And he just kept trying to dance. And then we left. And he came outside. He's like, are you just going to leave? Like, he wanted, like, to exchange numbers and all this. I'm like, yeah, baby, I'm just going to leave. Like, that's it. We're done here. (laughs) Gotta go. But, uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Yeah. Great food down there. Great food down there. Oh, my God. Anyways, but, yeah, so go to New Orleans. Um, make it next on your list. Word. I want to go back. Like, yeah. maybe we can make it a stop on our road trip. Is that oh, possible or no? Oh, I talked to them about no? it. Yep, it might be. Really? Maybe. Oh, my God, that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess one more we can end on. I will say that I got a DM from one of my followers. Um, so we've been actually getting a few different topic re- requests from, from people, and um, we're going to start... Um, talking about them yeah um or answering them some questions and stuff so i've i've had a couple and i'll try to we'll try to answer at least one like each each episode so one question i got from uh one of my followers on ig was um if you would reach out to someone you used to vibe with a few a few years back or would you not reach out because there's a reason for things happening the way they do Mm mm-hmm so, what are your thoughts on that? Like, I wait, reach out to someone who, I, who okay. you used to like talk to or vibe with. Um, this is a hard one for me to answer. Um, because I feel like I would give someone the advice and say no, but I know I've done it. Um, but the only person I've really done it with is somebody who's still in my life now. And I've reached out to them, like, on a French... Um, we're still cool, like, on a friendship level. Yeah. Not in terms of when we were dating or hooking up Intimate, or whatever. Yeah. Um, if you had a, a romantic or intimate relationship with somebody, a guy or a girl, whatever, um, and it didn't work out, and you know why it didn't work out, and you feel like you... And then time goes by, whatever, and you reach out to them again... Sure. I don't see why you couldn't reach out to them and just see how they're doing. If you're thinking, I just always feel like if you're thinking about somebody, somebody's on your mind, they come across your mind for whatever reason, why not reach out and even just see if they're okay? Yeah. See how they're doing. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean that you guys have to meet up, have coffee, have drinks, have sex. Like, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't necessarily mean that. But if, if somebody crosses your mind, you want to know how they're doing, reach out to them um, and do it in a very casual um, platonic way because you never know if what what their situation is. Yeah. And so you never want to disrespect their situation if they are in one. So when you're initially reaching out to somebody, make sure you do it in a respectful platonic way. See how things are going. How are they doing? You know, if they ask you back, if they reciprocate and you want to take it further, go. I mean, I don't see why not. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you start a conversation and you see that things probably didn't change you can go ahead and close that door. Yeah. Because although people... I, I don't know. This leads to the question of do do humans ever change or don't they? 
Like, can somebody, can a dog change its spots or whatever that saying is? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, but if you feel like, you get a gut feeling like, no, they haven't really changed, it's still the same shit, like, I I still did this for them and they are still not giving me this, that's that's not going to change. It's right. never going to change. You're not going to get what you want out of that person. And um, that's just something that you're going to have to come to terms with and deal with. Um, and that's just how I feel about it. But if somebody, and, and I've tried to work on this myself, like, if somebody crosses my mind, I do try to, like... Email, Facebook message, text, whatever, if you have their number, and just be like, hey, like, you just came across my mind, I hope you're doing good, I saw that you posted that you got a new job, or you did this, or you did that, and, like, it looked really cool, I just wanted to say hi. Bam. But you also have to accept the fact that you might not get a response back. But you did your part in reaching out because they crossed your mind, and that's fine. Um, but in terms of dating, somebody comes back around, if you don't see a difference in them, don't go there. Because it's yeah. not going to change, and you're going to only hurt yourself and be miserable yourself. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I think that the way in which your situation ended that has a lot to tell about whether or not you should you shouldn't go backwards. Mm-hmm. I think like the context is everything, so I can't really give like advice about such a general idea because everyone's different. Right. And I do believe in second chances in second chances, and I do think um, people can change because I'm definitely not the same person that I was a few years ago and I definitely know that moving forward in relationships I will treat relationships differently than I used to personally Um, and that just all comes with growth and being a different person and realizing the things that you want Um, but I like from my own personal experience when I close a door it's closed Mm -hmm. I've only been in two um, actually like serious relationships um like, actual relationships. Like, I, if you want to call it boyfriends, I've only had two. Um, you know, I've done, you know, I've dated around and I've, like, whatever, done my thing, but um, there's only two that I would claim. Right. Um, or have claimed. And... I think I only have two, too. Yeah. That I would, like, claim, like... Have claimed, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, one I was with for almost six years, and yeah. the other one was my first boyfriend. We were together for, like, a year and a half. I mean, I was younger. I was, like, yeah. in high school. Um, but... And this is also because of the way relationships have gone for me. I've always been the one to end the relationship mm-hmm. because of my own personal growth or where I've mm-hmm. I've gone in the relationship. I felt like it wasn't going to work for me anymore. Mm-hmm. And it was never um, that I didn't love the person. Like, both, uh, you know, like, I lo- both of them, it was never, it didn't end on bad terms or anything like that. It was like, I just reached a point where I feel like communication and honesty is key and that you have to you have to be honest with yourself about what your needs are and then you have to be honest with that person and don't let the relationship get to a point where there is animosity or resentment or anything like that towards the person so the doors that I've closed I've closed personally and I think closure is a major thing too I think when you don't have closure in a situation it's very easy to go back to it to fall back on it to see what else is there and there's definitely um been situations in my life with people that I have dated or I've talked to or whatever that we never got closure and I have reopened that door because it was just it was it was the wrong timing sometimes it's wrong timing sometimes it's the it's maybe the right people but the wrong time or the wrong moments or whatever it may be so in those situations I don't think there's anything wrong in 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 still trying to figure out like where it could possibly go but as I said in the last episode I think when 
you can't ignore patterns. So I think if it's someone that you keep trying with and it's just not going anywhere, I think you just, you gotta understand, you gotta know the answer. And maybe later down, I don't know. I mean, really timing is everything, you know, like patterns are everything and you gotta know the answer. But at the same time, like, I mean, I can personally say that I've been dealing with someone for about 10 years now and certain situations that we've been through is somebody that I can't not have in my life in some kind of capacity and we're trying to figure out what capacity that is but we're both we both acknowledge that we don't work on the level that we did 10 years ago obviously right because we've grown so much um but we we know that we do want to be in each other's lives and I think we are getting to that point where we're starting to realize how we work whether it's a friendship whether it's check in every once in a while whether it's maybe we'll go to dinner once a month something like that but it's 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 somebody who who definitely saw me through a lot of trials and tribulations in my life and it's and and I take that to heart and I don't ever want to give up having contact with somebody who's been there so much for me so yeah you you and when you have that type of situation it's very sticky and it's very confusing for both parties especially if it was intimate at some point yeah it's very very confusing and it's very very tricky and it it spills over into other relationships that you have and it's an in so I but I think we're finally getting to a point 10 years later <laughs> where we're kind of getting to a point where we can figure out how we work and how we can have a relationship without damaging our other outside relationships. Yeah, with other people. So totally. You just have to be conscious of that and understand that not everybody is meant to be that person for you. Right. But they might work for you in another capacity in another right. realm of your life. Right. So... If you're open to that. I'll see you that. next lifetime. Oh, Erica Badu's playing right now. I guess I'll see you next. I love that song. Yeah. I guess I'll see you, you next just, lifetime. You just got to be open to that and be conscious and be aware and understand that you just have to figure out how somebody fits into your life. Try it this way. That doesn't work. Try it that way. That doesn't work. And if no way works, then maybe they shouldn't be in your life. Yeah. And I like, I feel like I, burning bridges is like the worst thing that you could possibly do. No, and I feel that way with every any type of relationship so like my exes like I still everyone I've ever dealt with I still maintain some kind of friendship or or, or something mm-hmm. because I, lo- I loved you at one point you know yeah. the love isn't lost it's just not that type of love that Anymore. can be maintained in a relationship like an intimate relationship mm-hmm. so my ex and I are still friends and we still keep in touch and we check in every now and then and he was a big part of my life and mm-hmm. he was I would say he was, like, my guardian angel at one point. Like, it was during my college years. It was during the years that I could have, like, went nuts and, you know, been a totally different person. And he locked me down. And we grew a lot together. And we taught each other a lot of things. And um, I will forever be grateful for him because he treated me amazing. It wasn't even that he treated me bad. Like, he actually set the tone for future relationships for Mm -hmm. what I deserve out of a man because he treated me like a queen yeah a hundred percent it just wasn't we just grew apart yeah and not I don't know it just we weren't for me it's not I I it wasn't the person that I could see a future with you wanted different things out of life right okay totally fine and it's nothing against 
him or whatever. It's just we're just different people, but the love is still there. Like, I love him to death, and I will do anything for him. Um, it's just not there in the intimate sense anymore. I think I only have like one ex that I just don't need to know anything about. I don't care. Don't ask me for nothing. Like that's it. And it it took me a year after we broke up to start feeling those sentiments. Mm-hmm. And so I think that it was very confusing not only to him but to other people for me to all of a sudden be like no bitch like I don't don't ever talk like I'm just good on you. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just, a lot of times, it takes me a long time. Like, I spoke about, I think, in the last episode or the one before that, about, like, even just the cancer stuff. It just takes me a long time to process yeah. things that I've went through. Or, in this case, things that people have done to me. And I'm very forgiving. And I yeah. try to move past a lot of things. And then I'll, I'll finally really think about it and really process it. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, I let somebody do these things to me or yeah. treat me this way. And then I'll just do, like, a complete 180 and be like, nope, never mind, I'm good on you. And it's yeah. kind of confusing for the other person and whatever, sorry for you, but it just takes me a long time to get to that point where I'm like, holy shit, like, that was not okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's definitely people, like, I've, uh, I guess, hooked up with or whatever that... Yeah, I'm good on you. Like I don't ever need to talk to you again just because yeah, of their oh, yeah. just because of their like whatever, but their I mean, like, petty shit. Like yeah, exactly. Like, I'm speaking on like act, like real like long term relationships. Yeah. It just if for some reason I, and I'm getting better at it. Well, you but know it just I mean? takes me a long time to process things and be like, they didn't really deserve that second chance. They didn't really deserve this. They didn't deserve me as a person. Right. Like, they didn't deserve everything that I gave them because they obviously didn't care. Yeah. So And it just takes me a while to get to that point. And so when I finally do, then I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, and Left. it's not like you're harboring any type of, like, anger or whatever. It's no. Like you're no actually anger. released it all yep. by being like. Let it go. Elsa that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Elsa that bitch. Elsa that bitch. That's yeah. a good one, Patty. And that was the thing, like, and even when I was having a conversation with some of my girls, and that's when I really came to the realization. I started crying, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm. it was one of my friends that I just haven't caught up with in a while, and I finally did, and I was telling them the whole story, and I was just like, how did I even, like, allow this to get to this point? Like, that was probably one of the dumbest moments in my life that I, like, what the fuck? And I just, like, came to terms with it and let it go. And I went through the process, like, do I reach out? Do I tell them about themselves? Do I tell them how I feel? And then I realized, like, no. I just, I came to peace with it. Yeah. I realized Mm -hmm. it, and that's it, and done. Yeah. Time to go. Yeah. (laughs) And you can be, like, for me, like, you can be civil. You see them out. It's hi. Hey, bye. Bye. You know, you... You were a part of my life at one point, and whatever. I don't hate you, but I don't want to yeah. talk to you necessarily. Nope. So, but yeah, so that answers your question. Yeah, that reader. Yeah, um, I think that if it's someone that you still think about that didn't hurt you in some way, that didn't um, damage didn't your character, out. if it just wasn't like the timing or whatever, and there wasn't any closure in a sense, then. Why not? Why not revisit it and just see where it can go? I mean, yeah. in a respectful way, right? You just never know what they're what they have going on in their. And life. you have to also lay down the line and the boundaries and what you expect. You know, like mm-hmm. if you want something serious, then you got to project that. Mm-hmm. And if you want to just have a good time, then you project that, and that's what you're gonna get. So Be you get what you yeah. give. 
Yeah. Um, and you you will receive whatever it is you want as long as you're and don't that say energy. you're just looking for a good time or you just want this or you just want that and then something else happens and you turn around and act like so crazy because I've come across people who have told me or I've had conversations with especially females and guys too actually that they'll be like I just want a good time da 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 whatever and then you have a good time with somebody and then they kind of. N- maybe treat you shitty or like don't really respond to your texts or don't call you or don't take you out to fancy dinners or whatever and like that's that's not what you put out there that you wanted from them so don't get upset about it right (laughs) right like you put out what you want and that's what you're gonna get Mm -hmm. you get what you get and you don't get upset Exactly. That's what my nephew has learned. You get what you get and you don't get upset. Very good. (laughs) Yeah, and then it's also okay to, like, when you realize, like, maybe you do want something else. Express it. Right. Make it known. And if they're not willing to give you that, you need to walk away because you're the only one that's going to end up hurt by that. And there's a million fish in the sea, baby. So many. So fucking many. Like, believe that. Not to say that, like, whatever, you might, you know, you can't have something special with one person, but I'm going to tell you, someone else will come along. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. If if that's not the right person for you, don't try to force situations Mm -hmm. at all. Like, if someone's not willing to meet you halfway, then bye. Like we've said before, trust the timing of your life. Yeah. You'll find it. You'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. So... Why are you looking like that? I don't know. I feel like we're reaching the end of the... Oh, I thought you were going to say something. <laughs> oh, I was going to say that, you know, first episode I had mentioned, you know, my love-hate relationship with Snapchat. Oh, yeah. And I just recently, like maybe two days ago, just resurfaced in the Snapchat world. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Um, you love it. I don't love it. <laughs> no. I don't love it, but I do... I have come to terms with the way social media is changing and progressing, and I have noticed um, that Instagram's engagement levels are not the same as they used to be, and I can see and understand why, because it doesn't have that personal touch to it the way Snapchat does, mm-hmm. and that, like, real time and that mm-hmm. that feeling of, like, oh, you're pick- this can't be edited or whatever. This is real. Um, and as much as I don't like for me it's a it's a there's a lot of not a lot of thought but I feel like okay this is one extra thing that I have to think about doing or Mm -hmm. like engaging in so for me like I feel like I need an assistant for everything because I just don't like to think about things so that's the only drawback of it but I am realizing that you know us doing this podcast and us not preaching but saying how you know we want to we we are open and we want to be like more real or whatever and and, yeah and personable I do think that Snapchat is that platform to 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 do so and and be that way and show like the real side of things um so I'm dabbling in it again although I am very interested in Periscope I don't really know how to use it I think Periscope is more of a mature platform for it um it seems to be more of like a platform to broadcast like an actual like a real show like it doesn't have all the extra you know flashy stuff of of snapchat Mm -hmm. so if there's any of our listeners out there that have both platforms who've used periscope who can maybe let us know what you think think. um maybe guide me through it um i am gonna snap a little bit more now just because i already have like a following on there and i've already engaged with people on there um so, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'll just have my little tidbits on, on Snap. But last night, I was driving home from work. It was, like, 
3 a.m., 4 a.m. And a lot of there was a sequence of events of different things that were on my mind. Um, a, a friend of mine sent me something uh, from a book that they were reading. It's called The 48 Laws of Power. And he told me that number six reminded him of me. And it was about commanding attention and your and, and that kind of power that that we hold and this idea of mystery and all of this stuff and then somebody at work was you know saying a lot of positive things about me and like opening my eyes up to, to a lot of things and I was just thinking about how I had posted on Instagram the other day about how like you can and like I mentioned earlier how you can be so many different things and you don't have to put yourself in a box you don't allow people to put yourself put you in a box and you don't have to do that for yourself and I think what I've struggled with when it comes to social media is like looking at other people's pages is seeing that everyone kind of has that one niche thing that they follow like mm -hmm. whether you're a fitness girl or you um I don't know like Foodie you just or yeah beach girl right or each each Whatever. person's page is curated so much to just fit one thing and I struggle with that idea because I've been told that like I need to do that but like I just can't because it's not me like mm -hmm. I I wear so many hats I am so many things and I'm beginning to realize like I've said like how I, you know I want to act and whatever and even just saying that I'm an actress like I don't even label myself that because I'm not just that and I think I'm realizing like the thing that attracts me to acting is being able to be so many different, different characters and different realities but I'm starting to realize that that's just me like mm -hmm. I am many different people some days I wake up and I feel like throwing on a dress and heels and going out and being like really girly and sexy other days I feel like throwing on a pair of Tim's and some you know like a t-shirt and whatever or I go through these different transformations with my hair like I was blonde and then purple and that and I just feel like that's just me like my personality I love to express myself in so many different ways and I I I can connect to so many different things and not I think I'm realizing that I what drew me to acting was to be able to bring a voice to a character but now I'm realizing that like by power is to bring a voice to real people like mm -hmm. to I can connect and I think I'm empathetic in the sense that I feel for so many different people and I to especially women and 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 I feel like that this this podcast is great because I feel like I'm finally getting a platform to be able to like use my voice to to share what other women are thinking and feeling too like yeah. now that we're getting like these messages from girls and stuff like that yeah. and not to say that like I'm done with acting and I don't want to do it anymore like I'm still I just signed out signed up for another class I like I love being able to express myself in that way but that's just another thing that I don't have to label myself as yeah. like it's just one thing that I enjoy you mm -hmm. know um yeah, I mean, everybody has all different sides to them, and I think um, when we talked about it before we started recording, the first thing I thought about is, like, so we threw the um, charity event in December, but also, like, I used to throw parties in high school and, like, my first couple years of college, like, back home, and one thing that everybody has always had to say is, like, People always come up to me and be like, how do you get this group of people in the same room with this group of people? Yeah, someone said and that to yeah. me too. And I've always, because I've just, and I don't do it on purpose, I never felt like I had all different sides, like different personalities or anything like that, which I don't have all personality disorder. No, I don't have, yeah. But um, I've just always fit in with everyone, you know? Yeah. Not everyone, but 
all like a whole bunch You're of well people. rounded. I just if we want to go to the projects and smoke a blunt, yeah. let's go fucking do that. You want to yeah. go sit at dinner and sip champagne with your pinky up? Let's fucking do that. You want to go and fucking hand out lunch bags for homeless people that are hungry? Let's go do that. Yeah. Like, I want to do everything, and I want to be open to everything. And so um, I always use this Drake line that he has. I forgot what song it is, but he's like, I'm cool in every hood spot because I always tell the truth. Or yes. whatever that line is. Yes. And it's like, I've never lied about who I am. I've never talked shit about the different people and the groups that they, I've been in or been around. Mm-hmm. I've never had beef with people. Like, you've never heard, like, oh, Patty said this about you or Patty said that about you, da da da, whatever. Like, I just don't. Like, I like everybody. If I'm if I'm hanging out with you, I like you. So why would I go around and talk exactly. about you? Exactly. Or, like, you know, say some shit about you. Or whatever. If I have a, if we've had personal issues, that's a different story. Like, don't get me wrong. Obviously, people, human beings, go through things, whatever. But in terms of groups of different people, like I just feel like everybody should get along. And so whenever we throw parties, or I've thrown parties, or now that we have the reform, which we talked about in the last episode. We just want everybody to come together without there being any beef, any issues. Like, you come and you have a good time. We're going to kill it on the dance floor. We're going to take shots. And we're just going to have fun. Because yeah. that's what life is about. Yeah, like, don't take life so seriously. That's what it is, you know? So, <clears throat> And it's also about, like, beauty is, in, is truly in the eye of the beholder. Like, I feel that I can connect with so many people because I see a piece of myself in all of them. Yeah. I can... I, identify with something in you there's Mm -hmm. something even people that don't that for whatever reason don't fuck with me don't like me whatever who you know there's always someone out there exactly but I can't even find it in my heart to hate anyone no I really can't like there's some people who over the years have just not have are just haters and just don't just don't fuck with they don't they don't like me for whatever reason like that is all them because I know who I am and it doesn't bother me not one bit and therefore I still can't hate you Mm -hmm. I still can't even find it in me to feel that 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 bad about you because it's whatever. If you if you hold on to anger, it's like there's a quote when You're you hold on to anger, yourself. it's like giving someone else poison and thinking and or that they're give, gonna get sick or but you no, get give, sick. it's like eating poison <coughs> and hoping the other person dies. Right. Right, right, right. It's yep. like that equivalent. It's, just, what are you getting yeah. out of being angry? But even me and you when we first met like I didn't really care for you. But it's because at the time, the person you were dating, I was really good friends with them, and I only knew you through their through their eyes when you guys would argue or have right. Fights. Perception is right. Yeah. So, so you then, only got one side of right. It. Yeah. So that I meet you, obviously, four or five years later, I love you to death. But <laughs> even I even have um multi like. Uh, best friends who are like, why are you hanging out with this person? Da-da-da, I don't like this person. And then they meet, and now they love each other. Well, yeah, it's like if I if I fuck with you, if I vibe with you, yeah. then I trust that whoever you bring around me, I'm going to be able to vibe with. It's going to be a good with. person. Because if, you know, like, it's just... That's just the way the world that's works. That's just the way it is. So <laughs> I don't understand, like, people who... And, and some of the people, like... <coughs> like, I can only think of really one person... Uh, a couple of people who I mean I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that have their opinions about me or whatever and low key like you know say what they gotta say. Oh my god, Patty's dying right now. <laughs> Are you okay? I'm good. Go ahead. Okay. But I don't even understand it because it's like we have similar circles of friends and I'm just like I don't get it. Like I'm so gonna clearly see on you. some level we yeah. have some basic level of understanding. Yeah. If we all run in the same circle. Yeah, and I've tried to like have the conversation and be like, yo, like I'm like I don't. 
care. Like, let's just drop whatever the beef is. Let's like, I don't cool. even know what the beef is because it's something you've made up in your mind. But, like, I'm with it. Like, if you're with it, like, I'm with it. No. Like, it's some fine. people are just not on that level of no. maturity or haven't reached that level of One growth. day they'll get there and, and then they'll understand. Exactly. So. And, um, so that's that. Wow, um, what a tangent. Yeah. I told, I mean, I told y'all on Twitter that I felt like I was going to go on a few rants <laughs> on this episode. Yeah. But, um, I hope y'all enjoyed it. And yes. so, uh, yeah, so we answered one of the questions today, but make sure... You can email us at nofilter, K-N-O-W, nofilterpodcast at gmail.com. You can DM us on Twitter, I guess Instagram too. Yeah. Um, I'm Ben Trish, B as in boy, E-E-N, Trish, T-R-I-S-H. Keep it professional. Keep it like, yeah. you know, real. Like, I'm not going to answer no dumb shit. Don't come at me. Don't try to slide in my DMs and whatever. Yeah. Like, I will not answer. Yeah. So <laughs> just hit us up. Any questions or topics that you want us to cover? Anything that's been bothering you? Anything that you think that people are not going through? You're the only one. Um, you're not to downplay whatever you're going through. You may not be the only one. You know, the world is a big place. So You're just, not ever the only one. Yeah, you're not ever, ever the only one. Ever. So. There's someone out there that is going through what you're going through. As minimal it is or as big as what it is. you're going through. And we want to be here yeah. to be that voice and talk about it and whatever. Give our opinions on it and then, you know, get your feedback. Yeah. At this point, we're this six episodes open, in. Open so platform. Hopefully you guys trust us. You want to hear our opinion on it. So just hit us up. Let us know. And... We will not use your email address. If you want to use a fake name, you no, can... We are, no, we'll keep everybody yeah. anonymous. Like, I'm Sign not sharing anybody's name. Sign your questions with a fake name if you want to. Whatever you want to do, we will never say, like, your real name or anything it's like that. It's a judgment-free so zone, boo-boo. Hit us up, let us know, and it'll help us understand what our, our listeners want, want more of. So definitely let us know. All, All right. right, guys. Thank you for listening. Take care. Love you. Bye. Bye.